Diana, and I love printing and design, typography and branding, books and publishing. I've traveled the world learning about trends to share with my students and with my readers. But I haven't forgotten where I started, writing papers about paper on paper. And now, I've created a podcast to share what I know with you. So, let's talk paper scissors. In the previous episode, we met Billy Rose Ledoux, who reminded us of how she enhances natural beauty through her art, helps people feel empowered through her craft, and the fact that inspiration can come from anywhere. She also reminded us that art can be used to create safe spaces, and today's guest agrees. It also creates a safe space for a lot of my clientele that I bring in. Um, I do try and I do, and I don't necessarily say specialize in women of color, but um, generally, you know, I would say it's it's that safe space for my my colored woman to come in and and have that, you know, they can feel at ease with me. I have that um, background, you know, that I can relate with them. Not just necessarily to a makeup level, but also on a personal level, you know. In the whole illustration community, there weren't a lot of people like me or that looked like me. Um, so I wanted to create a outlet um, amplifying the voices of Black women artists and illustrators. Allow me to officially introduce you to today's guest, Sarika Unique. Sarika Unique is an artist, illustrator, designer, and creator of bright, fun, colorful things. She grew up in Detroit, Michigan, and studied visual communication technology at Bowling Green State University in Ohio. Later, she studied graphic design, and Sarika fell in love with illustration and surface pattern design, and then finally gave in to the calling to paint in 2017. Since then, she has been using her love of color to transform products and create artwork that evokes a sense of vibrancy and joy. In our conversation, Sarika and I discuss the inspiration present all around her, the way her current mood dictates her final product, how she knows when a piece is complete, and the special community she's created for other artists online. Well, I'm Sarika Unique, and Unique is my actual middle name. (laughs) A lot of people don't realize that about me, but that's my middle name. (laughs) Amazing. Um, I live in Michigan um, with my family in Ypsilanti. I have a dog named Carter. Um, I've pretty much been super creative my whole life. Um, I have a background in graphic design. Um, That's what I went to school for, um, graphic design and illustration. And then a couple years ago, fell in love with painting. So that's been my new journey I've been on for like the past six years or so. So how would you describe your artistic style? Um, When it comes to painting, it's very expressive. Basically, when I go into a painting, it's lots of emotion, color, bright, bold. Um, I was just at an art fair and my sister-in-law noticed that no one could walk by my booth without smiling. So it it brings a lot of joy. Um, People love the bright colors. I would say it makes people happy. 
<laughs> I absolutely love the bright colors. And I think that's the, the color is what attracted me to your work to begin with. It's just, it's so, as you said, joyful and kind of striking and happy. So I'm, I'm curious to know, like, how do you approach every new painting that you do, every abstract painting? Where do you find the inspiration for the work that you're doing? Well, I see inspiration all around me. I'm inspired by colors a lot. Um, I'm always on Instagram and Pinterest. <laughs> so it could even be, uh, I love home decor. So I'm always looking at rooms and how people style their houses. I especially love when they use lots of color and pattern. Um, so those, I get a lot of inspiration from that, especially when it comes to the use of colors. I just love playing around with colors. And so when I get, when I start working on a new painting, sometimes I'll go in with a specific composition in mind. Um, or sometimes I don't have a composition at all. I just want to start layering on colors and it just kind of builds upon itself as time goes on, depending on what mood I'm in or what music I'm listening to, whether I've got a big canvas and I'm making big strokes or if I'm just up close doing detail work. Um, it all really depends on how I'm feeling at the moment, actually. And so what what does that creative process look like if you have that canvas in front of you and the music is going and you're just you have paint and you're ready to work? How do you think <laughs> through a painting like abstract art to me is is this kind of this magical, mystical thing that it's there's obviously skill behind it and there's obviously lots of, of practice and refining your your talents but it can sometimes just look like this chaotic mess. So I'm really curious to know what your creative process looks like. So if I have a specific composition in mind, I'll kind of start just sketching it out, the main composition with color onto the canvas. Um, the good thing about, I use acrylics mainly, is that if there's something I don't like, I can cover it up <laughs> or change it. Um, it's constantly evolving. Sometimes I'll start with a composition and... I don't like where it's going. So I'll change it mid process to something I comp completely different. Um, if I don't have a composition in mind, I usually start with like my brightest, most translucent colors on the palette. Like I'll put like my yellows and pinks and oranges and mix them together. And then I'll go darker with more opaque colors on top of that. And then I'll just play around with mixing colors and trying to create a balance within it and then making sure I have enough lights and darks that brings enough contrast um, in different areas. And then I just, I just keep going. <laughs> I just keep layering and layering until I'm happy with the outcome, which sometimes takes a while for me to actually realize I'm happy with the outcome. <laughs> so like I'll create a painting and then I'll have to stare at it for days to actually realize if it's finished or if I need to work on it some more. <laughs> so is it just that gut feeling that that lets you know when a painting is complete or what when when is a painting complete? Um sometimes it's a gut feeling. Sometimes if I if I'm looking at it for a couple of days and I don't want to change anything about it, like I'm absolutely in love with it, then I know that it's complete. <laughs> I hope that makes sense. <laughs> like, I'll see, I'll see areas that I might want to change or add more detail to from time to time. 
But if I've let it sit there and a couple of days have gone by and I haven't wanted to change anything about it, then I know that it's I'm finished with it and it's time to move on to the next. <laughs> and do you typically work on one painting at a time or are you kind of do you have your hands in a few different pieces that you're kind of adding to or thinking about or, or what does that process look like? Um, I typically work on multiple paintings at a time. I just kind of I did a residency this past summer. And so while in that residency, I had the space to work on more larger canvases. And so like I had a large canvas to my right, a large canvas to my left. And then I would, you know, do a little bit of work on one canvas, go to the other one. But I noticed that I always end up paying more attention to one painting and it progresses more. I'll pay more attention to that painting before I go back to the other painting. I'll build the start building layers on one painting just to get the beginning process going. But eventually I don't tend to focus on both paintings when it comes to finishing it. And and your work again is so colorful and and so vibrant. I'm curious to know if you have any kind of favorite colors that you are currently drawn to. Anything that you really love working with right now? I really love pink and teal. <laughs> you can probably tell if you look at my work, there's probably pinks and teals in every painting that I do. Um, teal is my favorite color. <laughs> and I think pink is a great color that goes along with teal. You know, they kind of, they complement each other. They, they go together, <laughs> I like to say. <laughs> I love pink and teal as well. So my uh, my child's nursery was exactly that color palette. So I I feel you. I I love that color color combination. Yeah. And growing up, my my me and my I have an older brother, and his room was purple and teal, and mine was pink and purple, and kind of the purple flowed through. So like I've always had those loves of bright. <laughs> colors pinks purple and teal since I was a child <laughs> so is that are the the walls of your house right now the, that the place where you currently live is it a really bright vibrant space as well or is it is it a little more subdued and the paintings kind of are the bright bits in the space when it's in my studio area the walls are just white <laughs> and I kind of like to keep them that way because I'm always switching out paintings and artwork and <laughs> paintings from friends and things like that but in the main living area it is um a combination of like a lighter teal and a darker teal color <laughs> I love that so you are does. you love teal that is like your go-to it is it is that's fantastic <laughs> and do you have a favorite kind of like an all-time favorite painting that you have ever created do you have one I know all paintings are probably kind of like your your babies but do you have one that you really love so there's three of them right now that I'm really 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 loving there's one um I don't know if you can see it behind me but it's um like a flower painting I did kind of like in my earlier years um when I first started painting and I absolutely loved it I showed it at a couple shows um, but I've decided to keep it for myself. Um, I've made prints of it. I've made notebooks based off of it, but it's not one that I want to sell at all. <laughs> so I'm definitely keeping that one. And um, more recently, I have another painting, um, which is this one behind me here. And I 
that one is for sale, but <laughs> I, there's like a specific section of the painting that I absolutely love. And I've used it to create merchandise from, I've used it to create prints and stuff from, but it's, it's been my favorite. I've made t-shirts from it. When I, when I start making a bunch of products from a painting, then I like, I know it's my favorite. Maybe I'll sell it. Maybe I won't <laughs> type thing. And then um, most recently as my style, I think is evolving. I've created this painting here. It's called um, Serendipity. It was kind of surprising to me how the colors came together and how much I loved it so <laughs> when it was finished. Um, so right now that's that's been a favorite piece of mine as well. They're all beautiful. I know hey. that we can't, you can't see them right now because <laughs> right. You're, you're listening to this, but, uh, but I'll, we'll make sure to link them in the, in the show notes so you can check them out for yourself, but they are, they are beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. I also wanted to ask you something about the community that you have built, this incredible community uh, that is called Black Girls Illustrate. Can you tell us more about kind of how and why you built this community? Yeah, so my background is more in design and illustration. Um, it was years before I started painting because I felt like I was a designer, not a painter. <laughs> but that's a whole different story. Um, and I just, in the whole illustration community, there weren't a lot of people like me or that looked like me. Um, so I wanted to create a outlet um, amplifying the voices of Black women artists and illustrators. Um, so I created Black Girls Illustrate on um, Instagram, and it was just at first just a little passion project of me sharing some of my favorite illustrators that I found. And then as the account grew and more people started sharing the account, they loved to come there for the content. They loved to come there to find other illustrators to follow. So it's just kind of grown beyond more than what I initially had even imagined <laughs> to begin with. Um, and I'm so excited about it. Um, this month we're starting, uh, instead of Inktober, we're doing Illatober. Um, so I just put out a prompt list and everyone's excited to participate and join in. And it's just it's just been a pretty awesome community and I can't wait to take it further and see, you know, where it goes over time. That's awesome. And I had a had a peek at it on Instagram and it looks like such a vibrant, just just a really kind of positive place to, for to share beautiful art and share different illustrators and kind of a, a platform for for making um, yeah, beautiful artists known to a greater to a greater audience. Yeah, you can also see my love for color throughout the feed. Like I kind of did this gradient of color to try to make everyone's styles because everyone's styles is so different, but I wanted to show it in a light that makes them all look good together as well as stand out individually. What does the future look like for Sarika Unique? What does your world look like in, let's say 10 years time in a perfect world without any constraints? What does that look like for you? In a perfect world, I would like to open up my own brick and mortar studio um, where I have a space to create as well as sell um, products of my own and by other artists and illustrators. I would like to have enough space to be able to uh, bring them in and offer a studio space for them as well that's not 
super expensive <laughs> and where they can have the chance to get their products out in front of, you know, the community around here. Um, I live in Ypsilanti, Michigan currently. And so I think it would be great addition to the community and also offer like classes and resources and just help for the, the art and design community in general. Yeah, that sounds like an incredible uh, kind of vision for the future. And I, I think that that your community is absolutely, um, it, it's it, incredible to have talent like you and, and someone like you who is kind of helping to raise the voices of, of other artists and kind of build up other artists through education and through exposure. So uh, yeah, I, I am so glad that you are part of this series. <laughs> Thank you for having me. It's been great chatting with you. I really appreciate it. <laughs> Among many insights gained, Sarika reminds us that bright colors bring joy. In the next episode, we meet Caroline, a textile designer who shares Sarika's feelings about the wonder of color. So like I've always had those loves of bright <laughs> colors, pinks, purple and teals since I was a child. <laughs> I really wanted to bring to life the, the feelings that I had, you know, when I was out in nature or like what makes me happy and color always makes me happy. Stay tuned.